Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. Today I want to discuss a very touching message and I've touched it because the Lord has sent you away. This is the message that um, Jonathan was telling David in in case his father rejects or flares up when he notices that David is not on seat at dinner with him during the new one festival because he had aimed and tried to kill him. I will read the Bible and we will discuss it in our usual question afterwards. I pray the Holy Spirit gives me the utterance to speak about this message, to touch the hearts of those that he has prepared this message for in Jesus' name. Amen. So first Samuel 20 verses 18, I'll read down to verses 23 and i also read verses um, 35 downwards. Then Jonathan said to David, tomorrow is the new moon first. You will be missed because your seat will be empty. The day after tomorrow, towards evening, go to the place where you hid when this trouble began and wait by the stone of Ezel. I will shoot three arrows onto the side of it, as though I were shooting at a target. Then I will send a boy and say, go find the arrows. If I say to him, look, the arrows are on this side of you, bring them here, then come, because as surely as the Lord lives, you are safe, there is no danger. But if I say to the boy, look, the arrows are beyond you, then you must go, because the Lord has sent you away. And because the matter you and I discuss, remember the Lord is weakness between me and you. And I quickly go down. So, um, and this is what happened where um, Saul found out that Jonathan had given David permission to go to see his family in Bethlehem. Saul's anger fled up at Jonathan and he said to him, You son of a perverse and rebellious woman, don't I know that you have sided with the son of Jesse to your own shame? To the shame of the mother who brought you. Some serious words. As long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, neither you nor your kingdom will be established. Now send someone to bring him to him, for he must die. And I scroll down to the last part. In the morning, Jonathan went out to the field for his meeting with David. He had a small boy with him and said to the boy, Run and find the arrows that shoot. As the boy ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. When the boy came to the place where Jonathan's arrow had fallen, Jonathan called out after him, Isn't the arrow beyond you? Then he started, hurry, go quickly, don't stop. The boy picked up the arrow and returned to his master. Then the boy knew nothing about all this. Only Jonathan and David knew. Then Jonathan gave his weapons to the boy and said, go carry them back to town. After the boy had gone, David got up from the south side of the stone and bowed down before Jonathan three times with his face to the ground. Then they kissed each other and wept together. But David wept the most. Jonathan said to David, go in peace for we have sworn friendship with each other in the name of the Lord, saying the Lord is witness between you and me and between your descendants and my descendants forever. Then David left and Jonathan went back to town. This is a very tough, you know, season for David. Like he says here that he wept the most here because indirectly the Lord has sent him away, away from Saul and has to go into hiding. And you know, if you look at David's history throughout the palace, David had done every single thing humanly possible 
you know, he had excelled in all the battles that he fought with Goliath, with the Philistines. Even when Saul placed him in front of the Philistines to kill him, he won the battle. Resulting being a warrior, he was still playing life for Saul when the evil spirit comes on him. He was doing everything possible. God had blessed his works, but he had done his very, very, very best. And yet, Saul still tried to kill him. Now, I do not know if David knew that Saul was afraid of him. Maybe if David knew Saul was afraid of him, he had a different view of how to talk to take things. But what he knew was Saul intended to kill him. But why? He may not have been clearly known, but Saul was determined to kill him. And so, the Lord sends him away. And he's like, I have done all that I can have done. God has given me this opportunity. I think about it, like God gave him the opportunity to be in the palace. God already anointed him back before he went to the palace that he's going to be the next king of Israel. And so he has come diligent, doing everything he was required to do, going to battle, doing every single thing possible. And with everything he had tried, yes, the Lord sent him away to preserve his life. It can be very hard. And you can imagine the struggle in David's heart. He wrote Psalm 40, I think Psalm 45, if I remember clearly. Psalm 142, around this time, where this happened, because he was broken, he was shattered, he had done all he can, and yet he has to go into hiding. He was so hoping and eager to become the king of Israel. He was waiting for that time to become the king of Israel because God had already anointed him king of Israel. But yet, it's as if right now they are currently in a season where things are happening not as he planned or God planned. In fact, it's contradicting what God is saying because he's being sent away from the palace that he was serving for a bit to become king of Israel. And so in his mind, he's wondering, ah, God. Like you brought me here as you become king, and you're sending me away. Would I ever be king? Why am I earning you so much? You've called me to become king, you know. Yet the king of Israel calling now is a snare to me. He's determined to kill me and take my life. Yet you sent me here. In many times, where God sent us places, we think, oh well, it's gonna be smooth. God sent David to the palace to become king of Israel, and he had the toughest time because of a snare. God gave him success in all he did, but he had a tough time with Saul, the king of Israel. And so right now, David is broken. He's shattered to pieces because he's done everything humanly possible. And yet, he needs to leave for his life to be preserved because Saul will have killed him. I write here that the pain will have been very deep, deep, deep. And see how David wept. Now picture David's heart shattered. For she was angry so much that he'd be battling with. But you see, a few chapters afterwards, we see that God's ways are not our ways, neither his thoughts are our thoughts. But we can see that afterwards, David still became the king of Israel. David still became the king. Even though it was not in the normal, usual way of, you know, being in the palace and maybe Saul died and he come king. He had to go away for a, a while. That's with fighting away. I think I'll call him then an Aguero because he was literally just fighting battles on the side and people call him fight battles. Meanwhile, he was formerly under the king because he had to, you know, run away from Saul. Now, it's not as if David could not kill Saul because my mind, David killed Goliath. But you see, he was very clear that he could not touch God's anointed. So his hands were tied. 
And because Saul was caught anointed, he could not touch him. But yet, he still continued to obey God's word, even when it was so hard for him. And we see that that separation and that part of, the, of his wilderness season was very, very key for the king that he became at the end of the day. We will discuss more as we go, you know, and read those chapters. And so I say here that the Lord sometimes sends us away, not like what we would normally expect. But if we see here that maybe got a promotion when he got back and became king of Israel. I say here that over to us, if you are in a similar situation whereby you feel like, God, you called me to this sector. You've called me to this place. You've called me to this industry. You've come to this company. You've given me this opportunity, a launching pad to the career or other part to the purpose of people for my life. But right now, you are sending me away. You are making me leave the place that called me to be. You are sending me somewhere else. I don't understand. It's contradicting what's the word you have told me. It's confusing. I understand what you are going through. It's hard. But you see, as I see here, that God's ways are not our ways. Neither his thoughts are our thoughts. Because we see that that very thing, that very word God said, still came to pass. It was unconventional in the way God did it for him. But it still came to pass. At um, Joseph. Joseph went to prison. Like, anyone thinking about it, I think, oh my God, his life is over. He's in prison. He's an ex-convict. I came from prison and came straight to the Prime Minister of Egypt. That period of separation was so key for what God was proposing and planning for him. It was the last leg of training that required. And so if you feel like in something similar, we're like, God, I've done my very best. I have tried. I put my hundred and one million percent in this matter. You have helped me. You have made me successful. Yet, you're still sending me away. Yet, this job that you promised me to be a launching part to where carrying me to, you've asked me to leave it. Whatever it is, know that that word God has said to you, no matter what season it is right now, would definitely come to pass. Just follow his leading. It, is, it may, probably would not be conventional or what you're used to, what we expect, or what the norm of the world is, but his word would definitely, definitely come to pass. And just to say that, even David left his family, it wasn't just his position, he left everything around for his life. To live as someone that had no family, had nothing, right? and a few men that were helping him around because of the snare. Because God sent him away for his last part of his um, journey. So thank you for listening to me today. I pray the Lord helps us. And if you are in any similar situation, the Lord helps you. This has helped me, Sir David and Joseph. That we will look back and we're like, God can be trusted. Because you will not have known how this have happened, but you actually have happened. He's God. Definitely his word comes to pass. Thank you, Father, for your word today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you. Bye.